1: What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the State of California. And good afternoon. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS political reporter and host of the State of California, along with Jeff Bell.
0: Well, the country is still buzzing over yesterday's bombshell testimony before the January 6th committee and what it could mean for former President Trump's legal and political future.
1: There have been some swift denials of some of the details of former White House aide Cassidy Hutchinson's testimony, which is likely to lead to more testimony under oath by some witnesses who had so far declined to appear live. For more, we're joined live today on the KCBS Ring Central Newsline by Reed Galen a former Bush administration official and longtime Republican political strategist he worked for the campaigns of John McCain and Arnold Schwarzenegger and was one of the co-founders of the Lincoln Project the political action committee created by Republicans to oppose the re-election of President Trump thank you for being with us again you were busy on Twitter uh, during yesterday's incendiary testimony and now we see some people and organizations who have been supportive of Trump in the past uh, seem to be edging away from him do you think did the tide turn with this testimony
0: you know, I think it might it might start to do that simply because, um, you know, even among some of his staunchest supporters, I think there's one, uh, you know, a lot of Trump fatigue. And then secondly, also, uh, you know, that idea of it, at this point, is he even electable anymore? He could run. He could win the nomination. But is, 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 is so much of the country just ready to move on from this noisy, you know, destructive part of our history for the last seven years. It's hard to believe that's how long he's been, is you know, po- front and center. And so I think that, I think that yeah, I think it is going to have an effect on him. Is it possible that there are some Republican leaders who have been afraid of crossing the, the former president and this gives them the cover to do so? Uh, yes, there are many of them that are afraid of him. Should this give them the cover to do so? It absolutely should. Will they take it? They haven't shown us in the past that even among all of his actions antics and 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 otherwise abominable excuse me abominable behavior as president that they've been willing to do that so i'd like to believe that now is the time that they'll finally cross that bridge but i'll believe it when i see it
1: You know CBS News is among the agencies reporting that the Secret Service agents involved here deny that Mr. Trump tried to seize the wheel of the presidential limo or choke anyone and they're prepared to testify under oath, although they corroborate most of what she had to say about that incident. Uh, How much will it hurt Cassidy Hutchinson's credibility if some details like that end up getting refuted?
0: Um, uh, You know, it might. um, And, you know, but a couple of things. One, I have a very hard time believing that the committee uh, and anyone associated with it and her own counsel uh, would have been willing to put her up there if they were not confident uh, in the, uh, you know, the ability of others to to corroborate her story. But I think we're also falling into the trap that I think that most of the Republican and right wing media want us to, which is that was a fascinating story. Uh, But really the least important thing of that day, which was he wanted to lead the insurrection. He wanted the Secret Service to take him to the Capitol so he could be some sort of, you know, quasi-Roman hero in a chariot leading his people to victory. He knew that there were people with weapons, in fact, heavy weapons, outside his event, and he wanted to take the magnetometers down because, quote, they're not here to hurt me. He knew that they were ready to march down even before he gave his speech. I think those are the things that and matter. I would hope that this, the testimony she gave from start to finish was all truthful. Uh, but I don't think we should miss, uh, you know, the meat of the issue for the sizzle in the pan. How likely do you think it is that the Justice Department will get more involved at this point? Uh, I would be very difficult to see how they would at this point. Um, I think certainly, you know, whether or not it's Mark Meadows, the former chief of staff, John Eastman, some of these other people, I think, are in for a lot of legal trouble, Uh, In their future. And I would say that the president is probably also facing a lot more scrutiny for the Justice Department, but also, uh, you know, whether or not, you know, the the families of the police officers who were who were killed that day or who lost their lives as a result of that day might not take the president to court civilly, which is a much lower bar, much lower standard for proving culpability.
1: You know, you mentioned you don't want people to miss the meat for the sizzle in the pan. I mean, yes, the critical part of her testimony is the evidence of criminal behavior, not those other sensational details. Do you think that is being overshadowed here?
0: I think it is. But again, I think it's it's one of those where uh, a lot of times, you know, any conflict is going to, especially now, because so, so far nothing has been refuted. Uh, also, though, as someone who spent a lot of time with the Secret Service, I think that on the whole, they do an incredible job, but also we should understand, too, that this is, a, this is a, an agency under fire for a long time, has a lot of scrutiny on it itself, and I think that they are probably trying desperately to figure out how not to make this look worse for them. But I should also note that the idea that Tony Ornato, whose name came up a lot, who served as deputy chief of staff at the White House, is a serving Secret Service agent. And having a member of law enforcement serve in that political role in the White House is also highly unusual, if not unprecedented. If former President Trump is, in fact, prosecuted or perhaps even just badly damaged by these hearings, what is that going to do for Republican chances in 2024? Um, You know, I think that Trump is, is the one who is... You know, I think we all probably are most concerned about running again, winning a nomination. We should not underestimate his ability to win. He did it once. We should never do that again. Um, But I think he's also the most damaged commodity among the Republicans at this point uh, because there are so many Americans, many Republicans and conservative-leaning independents as well, uh, who would just as soon see him move on. Um, But there's a whole bunch of, of Republican candidates, Governor Ron DeSantis, Senator Ted Cruz, a whole bunch of people who have basically played by the Trump playbook for the last five or six years, who are lining up ready to take his place.
1: I know it's maybe too soon to say, and I don't know how lo- closely you've looked at the results from yesterday's primaries in various states around the country. But did we see much of a, a hangover effect, you think, from, from all of this? Um, h- how did Trump's candidates fare last night? And, uh, you know, it was such a short window, but a lot of people had already voted. But w- what do you think about the impact so far?
0: Um, you know, I don't necessarily we think we've seen any any downstream effect on Trump candidates. Mike Lee won in Utah. Lauren Boebert won in Colorado. Um, although there were a number of, of races in Colorado, state races really, where the more Trumpy candidates lost to more moderate Republicans, and that appears to, that appears to be something that you're seeing, which is federal candidates. You know, it, it, it's more based on what's going on nationally. Those state candidates are really. You know the the voters are able to discern one from the other, and so I think that it's still a wash at this point to see whether or not uh, you know Trump's troubles will have trouble for you know will cause trouble, I should say, for Republican candidates in November. All
1: right, thanks so much, Reed. Boy, six years after uh, he was first elected president, we're still talking Donald Trump. He still is is the big foot in the room in American politics. We'll see where it goes from here. Reed Galen of the Lincoln Project, veteran of uh, Republican administrations and campaigns with George Bush, John McCain, and all Schwarzenegger. Thanks for being with us. You can hear the state of California every weekday at 3.30 p.m. It's also available on the Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcasts. You can find me on Twitter at Sovereign Nation. We'll be back tomorrow. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS.